For KBUT, I'm Chad Rich. Kathy McAllister knows Alan Howells as a fallen hero. But first, he was like any other kid. He was also like a second son for Kathy. Alan grew up in Gunnison with her son James. He was just an awesome kid to have around. He always made me smile. He was always saying something funny. From the time they were young, I can't even, I think maybe six or seven at least, James started talking about joining the military. And and then when Alan came along, that was their plan all the time. They were going to join the military. And if they got birthday money or just any kind of spare money at all, they'd go down to Burfields and buy camo. And they'd army crawl around the house and, and pretend they were army guys and it was just a given, at least in our family, and I know in Allen's, that, that they would eventually enlist. It just it wasn't a question. We met in third grade on the playground. My parents had uh, just said that, told me that they were getting a divorce. I was on the playground crying, and he came up to me and pretty much punched me for crying, for having a bad day. And then we started fighting, and then ever since then, we were just inseparable. So kind of a weird way to meet. That's James Bidet, Alan's childhood friend, who is now a deputy marshal in Crested Butte. They were best friends. When we were younger, we saved up our money and we bought a couple horses. And we had these horses near Rocky's gym in this paddock and it had an electric fence. And we had them out in this other pasture and they were surrounded by barbed wire and something spooked the horses and his ran through the barbed wire fence. So once we got the horses back in the paddock, we were checking out his horse to make sure his horse was okay. And I was checking out the horse's um, chest and snout. And he was checking out the horse's rear. And I was bending over too close to the electric fence. So the electric fence shocked me in the ass while I was touching the horse on the nose, which shocked the horse, which then kicked on into the electric fence. So it's quite the, quite the chain of events. <laughs> that one sticks out pretty good in my head. I caught up with Allen's father, Gwen, on the phone from his home in Wisconsin, where he now lives. Gwen was also in the military. He and his wife raised Allen in Germany, Wales, and Hong Kong before settling in the Valley, where they owned and operated Treasury Liquors in Mount Crested Butte and Island Acres in Gunnison. Gwen says that while attending the alternative school in Gunnison, Allen became sort of a mentor for other kids and his father says that trait carried over to his days in the military. He had a lot of friends when he was in the Army, and many of those friends, everybody we met when we went down to his unit, they all said they were Alan's friends. Everybody said what a, what a great guy he was, how good he was, how, how he would really put his mind to whatever he was doing. And he was considered to be an incredibly good soldier. It was strange. Everybody said the same thing about him uh, when we went down there. He was somewhat of a, a kind of a, a dark and angst-ridden youngster. And he quickly grew out of that and really became a leader at the school. And he was very curious and interested in the, in the ways of the world and why things worked and how they worked the way they did. And, you know, one thing I remember is he constantly stood up for the underdog. And he often jokingly said he was one himself. And, you know, when he was finishing school, you, you couldn't help but be impressed by his values and, and, and things like generosity and, and integrity and compassion. 
he lived a really amazing transformation in the years that I knew him. That's Jonathan Houck, who taught Alan at the Alternative School in Gunnison. One day in Iraq, a member of Alan's troop fell ill, and Alan stepped up to go on tour to search for improvised explosive devices. The day was August 15, 2007. This was Alan's last day. We lost him, but we were very proud of him, and he was doing something he wanted to do, and he excelled at it. And unfortunately, he volunteered to go out on a patrol. He was leading the patrol with an armored vehicle, and he'd already found a couple of IEDs, uh, which are explosive devices. And unfortunately, his armored vehicle that was leading the, the patrol got attacked and an armor-piercing grenade hit the vehicle right where he was sitting. So I'm afraid there was no chance for him. Maybe better that way, I don't know. He came out of that with uh, the Purple Heart and Bronze Star because of you know, the way he did his duties. And he stepped in and said, look, I'll do it. And um, it was, I think they said it was his 29th mission. And he'd only been there, well, two, three months. So they said that um, that was incredible. James was also in Baghdad, but stationed 20 miles away from Allen. The last time James and Allen saw each other was in Gunnison in November of 2005. I, got, I did get to go to a service in Iraq. We didn't have constant cell phone and internet or anything like that. Where I was at, I was at a smaller compound. So I didn't find out he was dead until, I think it was three days afterwards, and I finally got to get on the computer and saw all these messages and stuff. So I, uh, I went and talked to my chain of command, and originally it was going to be very hard for them to get a helicopter because they would have to bring a helicopter to our base to get me to go to the service. It's not like... It's not like driving a city market where you just hop in a car. <laughs> so originally my command wasn't going to do it, and then I, I had some really good leadership that fought really hard, and they ended up bringing in the helicopter for me. Flew to Camp Liberty and did the service and hung out for about an hour and then got in a helicopter and flew back. So and then back to work. Tony Gavin heads the organization Boots 66 and the Thank You for Our Freedom Tour. They're based in Arvada. Their goal is to ensure all fallen veterans in Colorado are remembered. Our organization is dedicated to preserving the uh, memories of our vets lost to the Iraq and Afghanistan wars from Colorado. We lost 68 in Iraq, 40 from uh, Afghanistan, a total of 108 thus far. Tony says they'll walk a mile or more in Allen's memory on July 4th. These kids left 6,500 miles from Colorado to defend you and me. I'm sure a couple miles to honor them is not that hard, you know what I'm saying? Kathy, Gwen, and Jonathan say they're all overwhelmed with emotion when they think about a ceremony to honor Allen Howells 10 years after his final day in Iraq in the town he grew up. It's very overwhelming, and the response that I've had has been absolutely overwhelming. I'm beyond happy and beyond honored. It tears me up every day. I think about Alan every day. There isn't a day that goes by. It's really hard to know 
And I think part of on a very personal level, it could have been my son. It could have been so many sons and brothers and husbands and wives. And and I, I just don't want people to ever forget that, ever. I don't ever want people to forget how willing these young men and women are to put their lives on the line. It's it's just important that we just remember and remember to thank them every single day. It's very hard to explain something like that. I mean, it's, it's absolutely marvelous, isn't it? When you think of it, 10 years later, and, and to think that these people are putting their, you know, putting time into this to keep Alan's memory alive. That was one thing he always said. I don't mind if I never come back, but I don't want to be forgotten. And that was one thing he made very clear. And you know what? He hasn't been forgotten. So many, many people keep his memory alive. And, and that's marvelous to us, to the family. These people are doing an incredible thing. I don't know if they realize how much it means to us as a family. But, I mean, it's absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. His death in Iraq was um, incredibly saddening for me and for his friends and, and for many folks in this community but one that also brought back the importance of finding out who you are, doing the things that are important for you, and living the life that you believe in and, and living the convictions you believe in. And Alan did that again and again and again. And uh, we're indebted to him for his, his service and his sacrifice. And uh, and I really love that kid, and, and I miss him. The public is invited to pay their respect to specialist Alan Howell at 8.45 a.m. on July 4th, at IOOF Park in downtown Gunnison. Reporting for KBUT, I'm Chad Rich.